you know, and it, it doesn't always have to be red hair. It could be, you know, if your branding point is that you have crazy nails or you have big earrings or, you know, you wear funky lipstick. It, it's just something that people will remember. Okay, we are back again with another awesome Wild and Creative podcast episode. This is Sarah Marie Thompson, creative lifestyle expert and soul guide and, well, the host of this podcast. Um, I am here today with Nikki Pebbles and she is from Nikki Pebbles Inc. and also Pebble Rebel Media. She is an amazing woman. She is full of life. She is fiery. You guys are going to love this episode. If you are somebody that has been dealing with any kind of like social media problems or just even visibility problems, you are going to want to grab your journal and take some notes on this episode because Nikki is going to lay it all out for us just about, you know, the emotional side of things behind being a woman in business and also where she has taken her business to and where she's come from. So I'm so excited to get into this conversation and I hope you enjoy it. Today I have with me Nikki who you have probably seen all over, all over social media with her bright red hair and that's what first actually caught me caught me on to her she is a social media strategist and branding coach yeah and she started out in the fitness industry as a fitness instructor in new york city which she's still doing but um she has morphed these two awesome careers together and she's really making a name for herself so welcome nikki pebbles hi thank you for having me (laughs) (laughs) i'm excited to to talk to you because i feel like you are definitely iconic in a sense I every time I see a post and things like that from you you're very you have a really strong message and you're it seems like you're really reaching out and grabbing your your following where are you coming from like from that from that sense like where did this all start for for you uh well when it comes to well where it all started from was really going through a lot of ups and downs and mistakes. <laughs> um, that's kind of where um, I get my ideas from my posts from, um, for what I want to post, because I'm, I'm really always thinking about pain points because I've been through a lot of stuff. Um, you know, the majority of the time, someone has gone through that too. Um, and that applies for both business and especially when I was doing fitness uh, with weight loss too. You know, I've had, I've had, had, have had instances where, um, you know, I recently wrote a post about this um, investor who refused to shake my hand at a meeting because I was a woman and actually like said to me, oh, you know, you could just take notes. You could just take notes. And I was like, I was so upset. And I actually ran into him four years later. And he actually wanted me to work with him on a campaign. And I was like, you know, I'm just kind of busy right now running my business. So I, I really I appreciate it. And I actually wrote that into a post and got great reactions because it was a pain point that that people can relate to. Um, so that's really where I'm coming from is the, the struggles and tribulations and then the rising of being in business and being a female in business. Um, so that's kind of where that inspiration comes from. And have you always been, I mean, you seem like a very creative individual. Have you always been very creative and really implemented that into the business, your business? Yeah, so I grew up, um, I grew up a dancer. So I started dancing at three years old. Um, 
you know, always did it, was always in plays, always performing. Um, if you look in my yearbook in sixth grade, I actually put that I wanted to be like Britney Spears. That was my goal. My <laughs> goal. I wanted to be famous. Yeah, so, so you're saying hi. <laughs> yeah, right? I mean, come on. Um, so that was really always in my head. And then actually when I got into college, I kind of put the creativity kind of to the backside. Um, and I have my degree in English and psychology. So originally I wanted to be for a quick second, a uh, psychologist awesome. and, um, you know, just really felt the life getting sucked out of me being in college. And once I graduated, um, you know, owning a business and getting into marketing and all that stuff just really spoke to me. Uh, but I've always been super creative with just coming up with ideas and integrating them with people. And I love that. So, you know, creativity is a huge aspect of my life. Did you have a lot of stepping stones that you, that you got to this point or has it always kind of been like a gradual, like you kind of seen it in the future? Um, kind of both. I, I think I always wanted to be an entrepreneur. I mean, that was always a dream of mine since I was little. My friends were all like, oh my God, I want to get married and have kids when I'm in my twenties. <laughs> I swear to God, I was at a sleepover. I was just telling my mom this. I was at a sleepover and we were like going around the circle and everyone's like, what do you want to do when you get older? I'm like, I want to own my own business. And people thought I was crazy, crazy. And that really kind of carried out through my entire life. Um, and then when I really started my first business, uh, it was a huge learning experience. I did it with, I had a partner and, uh, that alone is a huge learning process. So it wasn't always, I always knew where I wanted to go and I always knew, um, the big picture, but sometimes just the steps were a little fuzzy because, you know, I would take five steps forward and then 10 steps back. Um, so it, it took, it took some time to get here. Um, and I'm still growing, you know, I still have such a bigger picture of where I want to be at. Um, but yeah, I, I've learned a lot of lessons along the way and it wasn't always, wasn't always easy. So something I really want to talk about with you today is really about receiving. I mean, we hear this word all the time everywhere and it's all about, you know, allowing things to come into your life. But I, I want to ask you specifically, you yeah. know, how have you been able to allow the universe or, or whatever you, you call divine, yeah. whatever, yeah, whatever. Um, <laughs> really provide you with everything that you have now? Um, I mean, I think it's equal parts of manifesting it of but more so I think it's really trusting in yourself I think my one of my biggest things that I've learned is that when I start to feel worried and freaking out like how am I going to do this how am I going to do that I'm not trusting myself mm -hmm. <laughs> I'm, I'm really not trusting myself so what I always do is every in the beginning of either a quarter or every month I always write down a huge list of goals um, and really manifest that think to myself okay I want to let's say make twenty thousand dollars this month how okay so that's up how am I gonna do that though because I think that's a really big mistake people think oh I'm just gonna repeat that I want this <laughs> and, yeah. then, and then they don't put the steps down so I think the steps are a really huge part of it and um you know and just really trusting myself really saying to myself I can do this I am gonna do this no matter what comes my way I know I can handle it um, and that's kind of how I've used the universe to push me towards uh, being successful the ability to always be receiving right like you're always able to receive 
both positive and bad things because I, I think that even when we receive maybe not so positive vibes from the universe, that also is telling us something. So we're, we're always receiving signals. We're always receiving things around us. And it really needs just paying attention to what is getting sent to us. Yeah, that's okay. That's such a good point. And I mean, like using your intuition is such a big part of being able to receive too. I know that you kind of touched on that before, but yeah, I mean, you know, if people aren't really listening to their intuition or listening to themselves, I mean, they're going to get so many roadblocks, right? And oh, yeah, a whole other thing about not being able to receive, right? So yeah, yeah, listening to and that's oh my god. I mean, I was just talking about this with someone. Listening and being intuitive and listening to your gut is so huge because most of the time we know the answer, right? We already know what the answer is, whether that means not taking that client. Like I've had instances like that where I've spoke with people and I'm like, oh, this doesn't feel right, but I still take it. And then, you know, it's just, it's not the right fit and it has nothing to do. It's not personal. It's just, you know, you should have listened to your gut. Other, you know, different opportunities I've taken, you know, when you make it about, money and you're like oh I'm gonna take that because it's great money in your gut you know this isn't right (laughs) this doesn't feel right and we don't listen to it so really once again trusting yourself and listening to that gut is huge in business it's humongous what would you I'm sure you get this too with your clients coming to you for for advice what would you say to women who are out there and they are doing everything that they they love to do you know they are even say, say they're being a coach or say they're you know have their own business or what have you doing exactly what they want um, mm-hmm. or having so much fun doing it know that they're coming from a place of service know that they are helping so many different people however they're not allowing the financial um, financial aspects to allowing them into their life yeah what do you think it is that you could suggest to them that they're missing so the magical word of what you said is service i think of it as value Mm. so i think if you look at the definition and let me maybe i could pull it up the definition of service versus value so a lot of times when we're servicing right people think okay i'm going to service this person i'm giving them X, Y, and Z for this. But when you're of value, Mm -hmm. people will pay for that, right? You value yourself, you value your time. That's a completely different feeling, completely different feeling. And I think a lot of the times when you're not bringing in that money, but you feel like I'm doing everything I can, why isn't this happening? You really have to step back and say to yourself, okay, am I just like giving, giving, giving and not valuing what what I'm actually doing because Mm -hmm. it's, listen, I am all for giving. I love giving free content out, but at the end of the day, I know my value and that is super important. And also I know my target audience. I know the voice of my company. A lot of times we get lost in that too. You know, we don't know who our ideal client is. So we're just servicing out everywhere and we're like, Oh my God, (laughs) who am I talking to? When your ideal client's like, I'm over here and you're not even touching her. So it's really paying attention to those those really important steps. You have to build, building a business is like building a house. You have to have that concrete foundation, right? That concrete foundation of what you stand for. What is your business standing for? And then from there, you can look at all the bells and whistles, the website, the logo, the colors. That's great. That's great. That's all those picture frames and staircases. Mm -hmm. 
and beautiful kitchen in that house. But you got to get that foundation down first. And you got to realize that you're a value before you even step out to sell anything. Yeah, it's such a good point because there are so it's so easy to get, you know, wrapped up with every, what everybody else is doing online or what you should be offering too, right? Because I mean, really, I mean, we look in every direction, someone's offering something new that we should yeah. be implementing into their business. And it's really tricky for a lot of people to just say, no, that's not exactly for me. But yeah. You know, when you are coming from a place of service, you kind of do, you can sometimes get into a role of, you know, just providing, providing, providing. And a lot of the times, you know, you might be, might be providing, you know, 40% great content to, in all these directions, but you're not really providing 100% of who you truly are, who your message is to those specific directions, right? So exactly. that's what you really have to Exactly. And people buy into you. You know what I mean? People don't buy into products because there's so many products out there. People buy into what you stand for. Mm -hmm. And I think the best example for that is like if you look at, let, let, let's say like Rachel Ray, the cook, right? Like she is, you know her brand right off the bat. She's very, she's very well known. She came out with um, a dog, dog food line, right? Now has nothing to do with cooking, but she has a dog food line. I was in Target and I'm like, oh my God, Rachel Ray, I trust her. I'm going to buy her dog food. Like that's the best example of having a really strong brand and people trusting your brand. You could throw anything out there and people are going to be like, oh, well, it's so-and-so. I love her. So I'm going to look into that package. You know, so really think about you. People are buying from you. They're not buying your products. They're buying you. And she has really, truly over the years sold her story of how she loves animals and, and loves dogs. She has many dogs. And so you know that she has street cred in that yep. way, right? And so you're like, okay, she knows exactly what I need, right? So yeah, actually, I was just watching a TED Talks the other day and it was from oh, his last name is Senek and it's called the power I believe it's called the power of why and it's all about really approaching um, the way that you do business from the why standpoint it's not about what you're selling it's about why this is going to increase uh, someone else's life and also why you're doing it because that's why they're really going to connect with you right it's not just exactly. about you're selling a pen Right. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> right. So, tell me what your what's been your biggest achievement out of out of out of everything. What's been your biggest achievement so far in your business? You know, I think I haven't reached it yet because I've had, and I know that sounds weird, um, but I guess if I if I, I really have to narrow it down because I, I haven't reached that pinnacle achievement yet. So far, I think. Um, when I actually left my first company, um, it was a dance fitness company, uh, and I ran it, right, like I said, right out of college. Um, I ran it with a partner, and I felt really, really lost by the end of it. And it took a lot of guts because I left and took a chance of starting my own company. And so many people, including him, was like, you are not going to be able to do this. And I told myself, I am because I know I'm worth it and I know I can, I can do this. And I left and started, you know, NikkiPebbles.com that now launched into, you know, school of badass branding.com. Yeah. Um, and none of that would exist right now if I didn't take that first step of leaving that company. Mm -hmm. um, so I guess that would, that really is my biggest achievement is, is when I left that company and it was a hard, it was a hard decision and I still love it to, you know, still love it to this day. But, 
um, you know, sometimes you got to do what you got to do. And that was, that was a painful, but very good lesson and achievement for me, for me. Well, it just shows you too, that, I mean, you can make those hard, hard decisions and it will work out. Right. So not to absolutely. Okay. What has been your biggest achievement when it's, when it's come to allowing ease and flow into your personal life and business? <sighs> hmm. You know, what's, you know, it's funny, like thinking about personal life and business, I'll be the first to admit that sometimes my personal life definitely does take a huge backseat when it comes to my business because I, I love what I do. So I'm happier working than I am just like relaxing. Um, but I think my greatest achievement, I think my greatest achievement would be really just believing in myself. I do. I think believing in yeah, I think believing in myself um, and really coming to terms with who I am as a person. If you met me, if you met me eight years ago, I did not look like this. Like I was, you know, completely different, dark hair. I actually had hair on my side. <laughs> you know, I was, um, you know, very insecure and not sure about what I wanted to do. Um, and to come to this point and say to myself, like, I have ignited that inner badass in me, that person deep down that was like, let me out. Yeah. I think we all have that person. And I did let her out. And, you know, that doesn't mean that, you know, that person, this person has to go dye their hair and shave their head. It just means that, like, I really let out who I truly was. And it, yeah. it worked in my favor. And it always works in your favor because you're being true to yourself. Um, so yeah, that to me, I guess, would be my biggest achievement is being true to myself and believing in myself. And when did, when did your transformation happen? Like when, like when did you, or what happened in your life where you decided to, okay, I'm going fire engine red and I'm doing this badass thing. Yeah. Um, well, it gradually happened. Uh, when I graduated college, um, you know, I made the decision to start my own business and then I didn't have to worry about like getting a corporate job. Mm -hmm. Um, so it gradually got this way. It, my natural hair color is like dark, dark brown. So I first started with like a natural auburn red that like slowly, <laughs> slowly got to there. I, I'll never forget it. The day that I actually went this color and shaved my head, my hairdresser was like, I think we, we should shave your head, side of your head. And I, we were like, we're talking about it for a couple months. And I was like, yeah. And she's like, yeah, let's do it. I'm like, all right, let's do it. And literally just like, like shaved it off. And the hair was bright. It like, boom. Like I just decided, I'm like, you know what? We're just going to do this. Yeah. Um, but it like, it gradually got there. And, yeah. but once I did it, my entire world changed. I bet. Like, it totally changed both for my business and for myself personally. People started, because this is a really great branding tool, right? Like, it really is. All, no, like, people like, oh, that redhead, that redhead. I know you touched on goals a little bit and yeah. how, you know, um, you've had different goals over the years, but I just want to touch on how goals change. How have goals changed for you? You know, you said that you were in um, you know, uh, dance career, right? Yeah. And that was probably like your number one goal at one time. And then things shift. Yeah. I know that some people always still think that they need to hold on to those same goals, but it's really all about allowing them to transform. Can you just touch on that a little bit and how that's happened for you? Yeah, sure. Um, 
you know, I think we hold on because we feel like that guilt of like, oh my God, this is my dream. But like dreams change, goals change. And as we get older and as we have different experiences, that kind of shifts. And a, and a great example would be kind of like where I was in fitness and then transferring over to social media um, and really focusing on that. Because I always just felt like, oh my God, I want to be this fitness superstar and, you know, the next Jillian Michaels and blah, 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 blah. But then like things really started shifting in my life. You know, I really started having more experiences with clients and them being like, I need help with my branding. I need help with my social media. I really never thought, I really thought I was going to really be focusing on fitness for a really long time um, and completely shifted now, completely shifted because certain experiences in my life called me towards it. And I was like, you know what? I'm going to start focusing on this. So it's really important to be flexible and say to yourself, okay, you know what? Maybe this didn't work out or maybe I reached this goal, but now I'm going to do this goal. You know, it, it always happens that way. And, um, you know, I think flexibility is, is the key to this, being able to be flexible in your experiences because, you know, you plan things and God laughs or the universe laughs. Like they're like, okay, yeah. So that's how I look at it. You know, just being super flexible with your goals. Do you think that you being such a big part of the fitness community where you live, especially in New York, mm -hmm. that it has really helped you skyrocket your business in social, in social media and branding? Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, and that's kind of, you know, I really worked on branding myself first, mm -hmm. um, branding myself as a figure. So people, once again, trust me when I brought up social media, but what's, what's in the fitness community, a lot of people make the mistake of not branding themselves. Mm -hmm. it, go along and same thing with like entertainers too like with actors and dancers um they're all kind of clumped together and uh they don't know how to brand themselves they don't have a website they don't have a logo they're not utilizing social media at all and that was kind of like my first taste of working with with branding and social media um was with my colleagues <laughs> with, yeah. with different personal trainers with different actors um, who were like, wow, like, I love your website. How did you do that? How do you do your social media? Can you teach me how to do that? How can um, you be a fitness person and know all about the online world? <laughs> In a sense, I, right? <laughs> yeah. I, a lot of them have a hard time with it and don't realize that it is so necessary. It is so necessary. We are all our own digital company. I mean, Really, doesn't matter what you're doing, you need to be digital. Like you need to be online because in five years, everything's going to be digital. So yeah. it's super, super important that people are educated on that. And yeah, that it really did help. The fitness industry really helped me a lot um, with skyrocketing my social media business. Because so many people, you know, love to do a few different things. And, you know, society basically tells us you got to get very clear on what you want to do and you got to pick one thing and you go for it like that. But I mean, me as well as you are into many different things and we love to do different things. And so it's great when you can find a real nice harmony with yeah. yourself, like fitness and so and uh, social media and branding. Um, but I think that you found that harmony so well because you really decided to, like you said, brand yourself first. And I think yeah. that is so important. I mean, we're not 
telling all of you guys to, you know, go out and dye your hair blue or, you know, whatever. But it's just all about finding your true inner essence and bringing it out, right? Yeah, absolutely. I always tell people the first step in kind of branding yourself is picking three words that you stand for. Nice. Um, and then being able to then take those three words and create like, I call it a power statement. Um, so for instance, for me, like entrepreneur, uh, empowerment, um, and you know, what else? Entrepreneurship, empowerment, and social media, right? Like those are three things that define myself. My power statement would be like, I help female entrepreneurs find their voice in social media and branding. That's my power statement. That's, I put, I put that everywhere in my social media, you know, bios, all that stuff. So it's super easy to find three words that really represent you. They could be any three words that, that suit your liking and then take that and make that a power statement. And that's like really your first step in starting that branding process because now you're you know no matter what you're posting what you're putting up those three words are always apparent even if you're not actually putting them into your posts the voice behind it speaks volumes on those three words yeah it really adds to your personal i mean your personal mission statement if you will right Correct. or even if you're going to think about like a color branding board like you're going to use for interior design or branding or whatever you know in your mind, just keep those three words and just always be true to those three words and you'll always yeah. be on track. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. They're like your North Star whenever you feel off. So, so definitely doing the, the three words and the power statement. Um, I think also networking, mm -hmm. talking, to, talking to people and just hearing them out and not pitching, like you're not pitching anything. I love doing um, coffee Skype dates. Mm -hmm. So like, I'll even go out and like get like a virtual Starbucks gift card and I'll send it to a person and be like, Hey, let's meet on Skype and let's chit chat. Even when like, you really have no idea, like what you even stand for, talk to people, talk to people that you think you really like what they're doing and be like, Hey, how did you get to that point? Or Hey, what's going on with that? Networking is huge and you never know who you're talking to and who they know um and it's just great to make that connection so definitely making up those three words networking and exploring it's totally okay to think you're going to be doing one thing and then go off and do another thing you know i look at it as college like I changed my major seven times in college. <laughs> like, like I wanted to try everything. And I did, I did like over eight internships throughout my college career and, you know, learned so much from all of those experiences. So don't be afraid if you're going into this being like, I want to be a life coach. And then you think to yourself, you know what? I really want to be, you know, a business coach or a social media coach or a fitness coach, whatever. It's mm -hmm. that whole experience. You're, you're gaining who you are through those experiences. So don't be afraid to fail. Try it. And then you just repeat the process all over again. Yeah. So uh, that's what I would say when it comes to like kind of finding your North Star is just go, jump, do it. I know that you talked a little bit about being a woman in business before when you first started talking. And can you shed any light on that regarding networking and women who, 
I find that in the past, it's been the norm where people have held on to their information and yeah. have, you know, not shared their information. But I think yeah. now we're really moving into a time where collaboration is key. People are willing to work together. They love sharing information. Can you just kind of touch on that and kind of how you feel like it's, it's going around us on, in the internet right now? Yeah. I mean, I think being a woman in business right now is, if this is the time to do it, um, without a doubt. There's still a lot of hurdles that have to be found in this. Um, I could, we could do a whole nother video about that, those experiences. Um, but I think when it comes to being a woman in business and coming around and networking, you know, you really have to be a balance of being assertive but also still staying attuned to yourself. Mm -hmm. You know, it's so super easy that people are going to be like, oh, she's a bitch or she's bossy or whatever, you know, whatever th labels yeah. they want to put on us. Yeah. It, it's like literally you, you call a shot and people are like, oh, don't let that bother you. You know what I mean? Like you have to be like, this is who I am and I'm just going to go for it. And if you don't like it, then we're not going to work together. You know, like that. It's, it's literally as simple as that. Yeah. Um, so really just staying attuned to who you are, but at the same point, people, people will try to walk on top of you. I mean, it's happened because they see that you're a woman, you know, they're going to pay you less. They're going to try to pay you less. Um, and you have to stand your ground and say like, this is what I'm worth knowing yourself and knowing your worth, knowing your value is going to be a huge component because you're already having that step back, unfortunately, because we're women. So we really have to stand tall and stand together in this fight. And, uh, you know, just stay true, stay true to yourself. Women in business right now, though, are really like climbing the mountain to the top though aren't they Hell yeah. I don't know if it's just because you know I am in tune with a lot of um different women in business and not as many men I would probably say not for any reason just because yeah. that's kind of like what I've been drawn to but yeah. um you know even back 10 years ago a lot of the figures that were showing us how to do social media or how to whatever, right. Have been men and now they're truly women. So it's kind of, Oh exciting. yeah. Awesome. Yeah. No, it's super exciting. And you know, I, I think it's great for the younger generations to see that women are, are really taking over, you know, and there's so many great voices out there right now who are stepping up to the plate and being like, listen, like we can do this. You could be your own CEO mm -hmm. of your own company and run this and be a woman, you know, yeah. and be a mom. Like you could like the, the possibilities are endless for us right now. And, and, being, a C and being a CEO doesn't mean being a CEO of like Walmart. You know what I mean? Like no. it needs to be, right? Like, yeah. Like yeah. you can run your own company. Like regardless, you are the CEO of your life. You know, you are the CEO of your life. You choose the people that you want to promote, friends, family, whoever. And you can choose who you demote and fire. And I think a lot of women don't realize that, that you are the CEO of your life. Always, whether you have a company or not, whether you're staying home or not, you are the CEO. Mic drop. Okay. Mic drop. <laughs> <laughs> I guess a free tip that I would say when it comes to, we'll do Instagram, mm -hmm. um, is really making sure that your hashtag strategy is on point. So many people get this wrong where they feel like, oh, I don't need hashtags on Instagram. Um, 
and it's it's the one of the biggest mistakes that you can make. You should have up to 30 hashtags. Wow. 30 hashtags, yep, on your Instagram account. And you should be putting them in your comment section. Mm-hmm. So not in the actual description, in your comments. And a lot of people are always like, well, how do I find hashtags? If you go on to Google, you could actually put in top hashtags for and then your niche. So you could do oh, for nice. business, for social media, for whatever. And you'll see the top trending hashtags. Mm-hmm. Um, and then what I always do is after I curate my 30 hashtags, I always put them in my notes in my phone so I can copy and paste them right into my comments. So you're just um, kind of using those same ones again and again because of your stuff is a lot of the same content, right? So Correct, correct. I'll maybe switch like three or four of them every month or so. Mm-hmm. Um, and then once you really start seeing your following growing, you could start kind of pulling back on putting all 30 on there. But I always suggest when, it, when you're new on Instagram, use all 30 of them. Thank you so much for listening and don't forget to join us all in the Wild and Creative Soul Circle membership. This membership is a brand new membership that is not only gaining a ton of traction, but is supporting women all over the world through different types of transformational work, uh, togetherness, sisterhood, amazing magical chats. Oh gosh, there's so much that goes on in this membership site. So I would absolutely love for you to try it for one week free. Go to bit.ly slash soul circle membership to try it out. I will see you in the membership.